0: Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA, where the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray, is our senior pastor and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word.
1: I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm just excited about God. I'm excited about how God is moving into the lives of his people and how God is blessing his people. God is holding up his end of the bargain. He promised that he would bless his people and I can see where God is moving and operating and he is blessing us in the midst of all of the turmoil, in the midst of all of the struggle, in the midst of all of the economic downturn and 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 the, and the life within itself. So many people are going through so many changes in life. We're losing loved ones, loved ones are giving up, loved ones are quitting, loved ones are backing away from God, but some kind of way God still manages to bless his people. And I just thank God for blessing and keeping us that's not what I'm gonna preach about, but that's what my intro (laughs) is about. But listen, for those of you that have your Bibles, if you could, if you could turn to Psalms 121. As my husband coins uh, this passage of scripture and so many others, that this is a classic of the Bible. And so I invite you to turn your Bibles, if you can, to Psalms 121. And in that Psalms, just to give you a backdrop, of this Bible story. It is called a song of degree. And in the songs of degree, the saints or the children of Israel would sing songs. They would sing certain types of songs when they were gathered together, or when they, in this particular Psalm, they were going to worship God. In the ancient history, Bible days, they did not go to church every Sunday like we have the opportunity to. Sometimes I wonder if God should go back to that plan because some, some, you know, sometimes we take for granted and we know that every Sunday the church is going to be there. And so sometimes we take church and we take God for granted because we know that every Sunday or every Saturday there is going to be a church open somewhere. And when I get a chance, I will go. But, but if this particular time during the ancient history of the Bible they only went to worship once a year and the closer they got to Jerusalem or the closer they got to the temple they got more tired and they got weary so that's that's nothing new under the sun Every Sunday morning when you wake up seem like you sleep the best on Sunday morning that's not new seem like the enemy comes at you greater on Sunday morning than he has ever came than he ever does throughout the week that's not new there is nothing new under the sun there is nothing that we go through in this time that God's people did not go through before. So there's nothing new under the sun. The fight to get to God is not new. And that's what was taking place here. The children of Israel were getting tired and they were getting weary because it was taking them time and they had quite a distance to travel to get to Jerusalem or to get to the temple and so they began to sing a song and and the song in in Psalms 121 it says in verse 1 like i said this is a classic of the bible let me stop and pray before i began to teach more. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for this opportunity to minister your word. God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would come into this Bible study session. God, reveal and give us revelation on what you want us to hear. God, speak to our hearts, speak to our minds and speak to our spirits and give us revelation on your word in Jesus name. Amen. As I was saying in Psalms 121, it says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence come my help? My help come from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. When the children of Israel as they got closer to the temple or as they got closer to Jerusalem, it got a little more challenging for them. And so they had made up in their minds that they were just going to begin to look and focus onto to where they were going. Now there is two different, there is two different ter- interpretations of this Bible story. Historically, um, someone said this should have been written as a rhetorical question. And the question had a negative response, you know, that I will look to the hills from which cometh my help. And then you realize, wait a minute, my help is not in the hills, but my help is in the Lord. But in this interpretation, in, in this particular, uh, interpretation of this story the children of Israel were getting tired and they were getting weary trying to get to God's temple and what happened they began to just simply look to the heels of Jerusalem because they knew the temple was in the hills and Jerusalem was their Mecca that's where God was that's where God had built had allowed the temple to be built and he said that my eyes would be there and my ears would be there and so they said if we just look in the direction of where God is I believe that I will gain strength and I can continue this journey you know what sometimes you just have to look to God you don't have you don't have time to to stop you don't have time to to talk you don't have time to confide in any way sometimes you just have to just take a second and you just have to look to God because the writer says that your help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth and see when you look to God You have to realize that you're just not looking to a person, that you're just not looking to some ordinary man who can give you an answer. You're looking to God, the God that made the heaven and the earth, the God that spoke Life that God that's the God that spoke nothing into existence we have to remember how powerful God is and sometimes I believe we forget just how powerful God is and 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 just who God is we forget who he is we forget that he's our creator we forget that he is our heavenly father we forget that it is God that gives us strength every day it is God that wakes us up every day So we have to make sure that we're looking in the right place. I guess if I would give today's topic, give today's uh, sermon a topic, I guess the topic would be make sure you're looking in the right place. Amen. If you're if you're sitting around the neighbor, look at your neighbor and just tell your neighbor, make sure you're looking in the right place. Amen. Come on and clap your hands and tell God. Thank you. (laughs) And in verse number three, it says, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. It says, behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. We have to remember that God is always operating. God is always making ways and opening doors and and, and making changes. God will change the rules if he needs to. God is always, always in full operation when it comes to our life. And we have to remember, although we don't see him, we don't touch him, but we must know that he is and that he is in that he is always in operation it says he neither slumbers nor does he sleeps and it says that he is a keeper so we have to remember exactly who God is and we have to remember that we belong to God we are the children of God we are the sheep of his pasture and he is going to take care of his people we have to remember regardless of whatever is going on in government I don't care what level of government it is if it's city as a matter of fact it doesn't even have to be city some of us are going through political situations on our jobs some of us are going through political situations in our schools whatever level of government whatever level of political games that are being played we have to remember first of all God created man. God created man with his own hands. God breathed breath into man. So whatever man is in control at that particular time, he's not greater than God. There's a song that I love. It says there is nobody greater. And we have to constantly Remind ourselves that there is nobody greater. You know what? Sometimes we give ourselves as human beings, we give ourselves too much credit and we think that we are in control. And, and if I say no, it's not going to happen. Listen, if God wants something to happen, God is going to allow it to happen by the move of his hand. God can change a situation. So, if there is someone in your life that's giving themselves too much credit for your life, you have to remember that they are not greater than God. God created them. And if, God needs to control their minds, control their hearts, and control their spirits and their actions. God is bigger, and God is greater, and God is bad enough to do it. Amen. Come on and clap your hands and just tell God, thank you for being the God that never slumbers or sleeps. And you are a keeping God. Come on and just tell God, thank you for being your keeper. And then it goes on in verse number five. It says again, it reiterates again, that God, that the Lord is thy keeper. The writer wanted to remind us, wait a minute now, don't forget, God is your keeper. God is the one that has your life in control. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. There is no one around you that is the author or the finisher. They, they did not open the book. Nor will they close the book. God has the final say in all of our lives. And we have to remind ourselves that God is our keeper and he has the final say in our lives. It says and it goes on and says the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun, the S-U-N, shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. In other words, God has a covering over us. God is, is like a shade tree for us. Or you know the scripture that says, he that dwells in the secret place of the mighty God. That's what this is talking about. We live in the secret place of... Under the shadow of the Almighty, under the shade of the Almighty, God said He would be our shade upon our right hand. He will He will protect us from the S U N is what the Bible says here. He will protect us from the heat of life. He will protect us from the damage of life. You know, too much sun can cause heat stroke. Too much sun can cause skin burn. Too much, too many things in life can. Can cause you stress too many things in life can cause you misery. But God said, I will be your shade. He said, I will protect you, but you have to stay under the shadow of the almighty God. You have to stay under the protection of God. That's why I told our congregation on new year's Eve this year. Do not take your relationship with God for granted. Everyone does not have an opportunity to have a relationship with God like you do. Everyone doesn't have the opportunity to have a church to go where you can let go and praise God and worship God. Church is the only place on Sunday is the only place during the week, all through the week. On Sunday morning, your Bible study whatever, it's the only place that you can really go and let go and praise and worship and magnify God and exclaim his goodness and declare his greatness you can do it quietly on your job yes you can but you better not talk about him too much cuz you might just get in trouble unless you work in that in in a in a god-fearing environment where they allow that but if you work in in a in an environment that does not Lift up the name of Jesus you could actually get in trouble and lose your job. So don't take your relationship with God for granted. Don't take the church for granted. And that's what was going on here with the children of Israel. They knew that they had to get to the temple in order to get to that place where God was. They wanted to be there because their relationship was with God was more important than anything in their life, and I don't want you to think that I don't have to go to church to have a relationship with God, no you don't, you you can love God right from where you are, but what the church does, it keeps God alive, it keeps the word alive, it keeps you alive, and you cannot get caught up in the people that have not made the full transition in their life that are going to church. You cannot get caught up in them and think that they are God. They're just the people of the church and not the God of the church. And so you have to make sure that you're worshiping and you're focused on the God of the church. And that's what the children of Israel were. They were focused on the God of the church. They weren't focused on the people of the church. So you got to make sure that you're focused is in the right place. You got to make sure that you're looking in the right place. You got to make sure that you're right. You have to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do with God. You have to make sure that you're in the right relationship with God and when you get yourself together or should I say we, when we get ourselves together then we don't have to worry about everybody else. We'll be able to pray for others. We'll be able to encourage others. We'll be able to be an example for others but like I said don't get caught up in the people of the church but you get caught up in the God of the church get caught up in the word of the church get caught up in the worship and the praise of the church you get caught up in why God allowed the church to be manifested in the first place it is the place where he is it is the place that his son gave his life for that's what you have to get caught up in and then it goes on in, in verse number six, it says, nor the moon by night. In other words, it's not going to get too dark in your life. God is not going to allow too much darkness to take place in your life. He's not going to put more on you than you can bear. God is going to cover you. He's not going to allow the sun to burn you, nor is he going to allow the moon to darken you. God is going to balance your life. God is going to give you balance so that you can be a vessel for him so that you can be used by him so that you can be an example for him. God is going to give you balance and, and, and ladies and gentlemen that are listening, you have to allow God to give you that balance so that you can walk through life and navigate life. Life is getting tough. It's getting tougher and tougher by the day. But if we have the hand of God, if we have the shade of God, if we are dwelling in the shadow of the Almighty. God said, "I'm not going to let you get burned, nor am I nor am I going to allow darkness to devastate you." God is a God of Protection. It says here he is a keeper. It says it twice in this psalm that God is a keeper. And we have to remember that God will keep our minds, he'll keep our hearts, he'll keep our spirits. God will keep us in tune with him as long as we stay in position and don't get discouraged when the devil is kicking up dust. The devil is going to always kick up dust. Stop thinking that the devil is going to leave you alone. He is not going to leave you alone. He's going to always try to come up with something. But the word says, if you resist the devil, he will flee. It didn't say he will leave. He's going to run. He's going to leave you alone for a few minutes, but then he's going to go and try to get something else. And he's going to come back again. And you got to resist him again. He's going to come back again. And you got to resist him again. He's going to come back again. And you got to resist him again. Resisting the devil is, is something that we're going to have to do until it's time for us to meet our maker. And so don't think that because the devil is constantly messing with you that something is wrong with you. No, you have to make it up in your mind. You have to go all the way back to verse number two. It says, my help comes from the Lord that made heaven and earth. You have to remember where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord who made heaven heaven and earth you all have to we have to remember how mighty God is how strong God is how powerful God is and God is greater the devil has been mad at God and his creation for a long time and he is doing nothing but causing trouble but he cannot cause you to miss out on what God has for you you can walk away from God and miss out on what God has for you but it's 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 up to you to stay in relationship with God. And when you stay in relationship, when you let nothing separate you from the love of God, then God in return, he has to bless you. God has to keep you. He has to protect you because he said that he would be with us always. Even until the end of the world, I better get ready to come to a close. It says in verse number seven, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. That's what I was just talking about. He shall preserve thy soul. That's what I was talking about. It says he will preserve you from all evil. Whatever the enemy tries to bring your way, God will preserve you. He will keep you. He will protect you. It goes on and it says he, and not only will he preserve you from all evil, he says, but he will preserve your soul. Cause see, our souls have to be ready when it's time for Jesus to come back. Our soul has got to be in harmony with God when it's time for the son to come back. And God says, I can preserve your soul. We don't want our souls to be lost. We don't want our souls to be lost. We have to stay in position so that our souls will be ready when the, when his son comes back. It's our soul That his son is coming back for. It's our soul that God wants. It's the inner man that God wants. And that's what God will preserve. He'll preserve the outer man so that he can protect the inner man. Because God wants to come back for his people. He wants us to be in heaven. How he originally intended for us to live. That's where God wants us. And then it goes on. In verse number eight, it talks about the preserving power of God even more. And in verse number eight, it says, the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. God is going to preserve every step that we take in life. God is going to be there and God is going to preserve it and God is going to see that we are benefactors of what he has in store for us. God is going to see that we are taken care of. God is going to see that we live a blessed life. He said, I've come that ye might have life. And then it goes on and it says, wait a minute. I don't want you to just have life. He said, I want you to have life abundantly. God is going to see to it that we live an abundant life on this earth. He's going to preserve our minds. He's going to preserve everything that we do. When we go out, when we come in, God is going to us. God is going to keep us. God is going to rescue us. There's someone listening now. You need God to rescue you. Just lift your hands and just say, God, rescue me. Rescue me from the trouble that is all around me. God, rescue me so that I can get back to that place Where I first receive you. Some of us just need to go back. And we just need to start over. We need to go back to God. And just start all over. And just simply ask God to forgive you. Ask God to save you. Ask God to bless you. Ask God to keep you. Ask God to preserve you. Ask God to make a way for you. And I guarantee if he did it before, he will do it again. God will and God can. He will do it again. I promise you, God will, he will rescue you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this word today. God, we thank you for how you have blessed us and gave us greater revelation on your word so that we can live in peace In harmony with you, God. God, I ask in the name of Jesus for those that are listening that you would bless them and keep them where they need you the most. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Be prepared to attend Sunday school at 9 a.m. in the Family Life Center and our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. We also invite you to attend our midweek worship opportunities on Wednesday afternoon, 12 noon, in the chapel, and Thursday at 645 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Feel free to call us at 616-243-0991. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.